0: You guys, more is not better. But we seem to have this concept in our heads that's just built in, particularly in a capitalist society, such as the one that I live in, that more is infinitely more desirable than less. That we want to have more than our competitors. We want to have more experience. We want to have more stuff. We want to have more ideas. And then we feel let down if we don't have that, or we feel disappointed in ourselves, or let down by society if we haven't managed to somehow get our greedy little hands on more. And I've noticed this in myself, and I want to talk about it. (laughs) So what is it about more that is so enticing? And I think to understand that, we really have to think about what is less. What do we think is happening if we perceive that we don't have what others have? And are we okay? Can we be okay with that if it's a fact? And why aren't we? For me, I guess what comes up if I see someone who has what I perceive as success or, you know, such a following of passionate people that really are into what they do. And I think, gosh, I wish that I had that too the reason that I wish for it and I'm no longer satisfied with what I already have is because I'm in this comparison, the comparison trap, right? Between myself and someone else and not just myself and myself, which also happens. But when I do that, it's because I'm afraid. I'm afraid that there isn't enough. There's not enough for me too. That if this other person is doing so well, there's no way I could also be a part of that. It's like, I feel that there's no room for me at that gathering, that if I showed up, I would just kind of be shoved aside, ignored. I wouldn't be noticed. And that feels so extremely lonely that part of me just has a panic about it. And is like, no, 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 that can't be possible. So I'm going to have to work really hard and fight for my space and make sure people see me and know what I'm doing and talk about what I'm doing because it's important even if I don't really feel that way deep in my heart, because really, it's just motivated by this fear that secretly, maybe I'm not that important. And maybe people don't care about what I'm doing. And that would be tragic. And I would be very sad and lonely. And then what if I don't survive? It's funny how it gets that extreme in my head where I'm like, wow, just, you know, we're talking about people paying attention to something that I say, And to extrapolate from there, like, oh, my God, I might die because people wouldn't care. And if I was needing help, and I called out, they'd be too busy looking at someone else, and I would just, you know, wither and die. But I guess that's the feeling. (laughs) And that's so melodramatic, and sounds ridiculous coming out of my mouth. But there is truth in those feelings, because I can feel it in my body, like how my, my chest gets tight. And I think like, oh, my God, people might not care. I might say something or I might need help. And what if What if I'm not important enough to them? What if I haven't captured their attention enough in all of the other areas of my life? And I just somehow missed that boat and nobody knows that I'm here. And I wonder how many other people have that same fear, even if it's not in those same words, but if it's that same feeling of like a flutter in the chest and a panic in the heart that you know, in my time of need, if I really needed something, would there be people for me? And it is, it's this need for people. Even when it's about stuff, even when it's about like, wow, I really wish that I had like another really soft, fluffy pillow. It comes down to comfort, to wanting to be acknowledged to wanting to share it with other people, because I don't want a pillow just for myself. It's funny, like I think even of putting a pillow on my bed, and then I want to tell someone about it. It doesn't happen for me, just for me. It's that I want to share my wonderful pillow and, you know, provide a wonderful pillow for someone else. (laughs) So, so much of our desire for more stuff I don't think is actually motivated around the stuff itself so much as this desire to connect with other people, to be acknowledged by them, to be loved, to be able to share something that we appreciate and to know that someone else shares that same appreciation with you. Because it's not enough, I think that I like something. I definitely always look for someone else who also likes that thing. And if they do, then it's like, Oh, we really vibe together. It's amazing. We love the same things. We're going to be best friends. And that feels so good. And there's the other feeling when you meet someone and you tell them something that you think is really funny or just wonderful. And they kind of give you that look and you feel this wave of ice coming towards you. Like they just, they're not interested and they don't like it. And you think, Oh my God, they don't like me. Isn't that interesting? That if you get that cold feeling, that cold feeling of ice coming at you, our first thought isn't, oh, they didn't like what I said, or maybe they're just not into this TV show. The thought is, they dislike me. They hate me completely. I'm just not safe here. I just find that fascinating because it's so innate. It's without thought. And I have to catch myself in interactions with people to really recognize when I'm feeling things like this, that it isn't all about me. It actually isn't. And I don't have to take it personally. And I don't need to fight to correct it, because that's an instinct as well as someone You know, gives you the cold shoulder, doesn't like what you say. And the instinct is to correct them or explain to them why it's so awesome so that they understand how right you are. And then they can also agree with you, which then makes you feel like you have more, you have more friends, you have more acceptance, you have more love. And maybe that's what it is, is this feeling that if someone is not in resonance with you, if they don't like what you like, if they don't want to shower you with attention or give you more of that, then It's because you aren't loved, that you're not safe. And then, you know, that can trigger all those feelings of like, well, I just need to find something that will make me feel better. And often to feel better, what we look for is more. We want more of what's helped us feel better in the past, more of what we think will make us feel better because we've been told that it makes other people feel better. So it should make us feel better too. I'm definitely trying to keep tabs on myself. Like, how often do I want to reach out? to buy something or fill my time with something simply to put more stuff in my time and space, because it's deeply uncomfortable to sit in silence with nothing and have to provide that love, peace, and acceptance for myself. But now that I know that this is a situation, this is the situation. I'm learning how, how to do that with some room for making mistakes, with some room for having feelings of complete and utter panic around it. But just to sit with that and go, okay, but what if I can be okay? Even if this person doesn't like what I brought up, or they didn't like, they didn't like my podcast, they didn't like my words, they didn't like the book that I recommended, or they don't like my art or whatever it is. And just sit with that and go, but did I like it? Did I have fun? Was I enjoying myself? Did anybody resonate with it? What if it's okay? What if it doesn't have to be everything for everyone, or even everything for myself? And can I be okay with a little less, a little less noise, a little less accolades, a little less, you know, people patting me on the back? And can I just be? And, you know, this is going to be a process, because Sometimes my answer is no, I can't just be, I need to actually stress out about it and feel bad. And I'm learning that that's okay too, (laughs) because I, I find the, the more that I allow all of those feelings, the panic, the stress, the anger, the, you know, the self, judgment, the, the denial, like they couldn't possibly, they must be wrong, right? They, they must love me really. They just don't know what's good. If I can allow all of those to move through, then there actually is this safe feeling of being in that blank space where I actually don't need anything else. And maybe it's even kind of funny and I'm okay. And then I don't have to go on this shopping spree to buy, you know, more clothes and jewelry and whatever to fill in the gap of sadness or loneliness that I was feeling. And instead, I can just sit and go like, actually, I'm pretty, I'm pretty okay. And that's nice. Mm. So all of that to say that I'm coming to find that more is not necessarily better. And in fact, more tends to just drown out the real feelings underneath and the real urge that's coming up that wants to be acknowledged. And when I try to fill my time with more things to do, more things to accomplish, I mean, beyond what I would say is a reasonable level, like I'm pretty okay having like three major projects and then picking one major project to work on at a time in small parts. I think that's about my my limit of being able to function well and not actually start to drown a little bit. When I start to add more things... I'm now able to recognize that this is just me trying to avoid something. It's not actually that I need more things to do. It's that there's probably something on the major accomplishment list that scares me. And I'm trying to not do it because it makes me feel scared. And isn't that an interesting realization? So I'm curious if you also pile things on thinking that one, you'll get like, if you have more stuff, then more people can admire you, if that's a thing. I'm curious if you find that having more is also like that coping mechanism, like what I just described, where I'm like, well, if I throw more things on my list to do, then I can avoid the thing that I really don't want to do that scares me. That absolutely is a thing. I do it more than I'd like to admit, but I do know it now. So that's okay. I'm learning. I'm growing. (laughs) And I'm also curious, where you find that more actually is better. Where can you put more in your life and find it actually helpful? And I'm genuinely curious because I'm finding that the stripping away of things is currently way more helpful in my life than adding more things in. But I know that that's probably not true for everybody. So if it's not true for you, I want to hear from you. Please hit me up and send me an email Blaze at Blazeschwaller.com and tell me more is better and tell me why. And if you find that more is not better, then let's let's sympathize together. Tell me about your feels. I am here for you. Thanks as always for being here. I look forward to these conversations every week. And yeah, thanks. I hope you have a wonderful week and that you have just enough things to keep you interested, occupied, happy, and feeling successful, content, and joyous this week and always. (laughs) I'll catch you next time. Thanks so much for joining me. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe and share it with someone you love and leave us a review. You can learn more and get some self-compassion tips and tricks by visiting coachwithblaze.com, where you can sign up to get my free booklet on overcoming anxiety, overwhelm, exhaustion, and burnout. I'm sending you so much appreciation and love, and I'll see you next time.